Thanks for listening to the Get Over Yourself podcast brought to you by Carol Fit Stationary Bike Program 8-Minute Workouts to Get Super Fit. Perfect Keto, the cleanest, highest potency ketone supplements. MOFO, male optimization formula with organs to boost testosterone. Let's get checked at home testing kits. Try lgc.com. Almost heaven, beautiful compact home use sauna kits. Brad's macadamia masterpiece, the mind-blowing nut butter blend. And check out bradkearns.com slash shop my personal selection of favorite products for health, fitness, and peak performance. And here we go with the show. Innate hormonal differences between testosterone-dominant males and estrogen-dominant females set us up for pain and suffering when we try to evolve beyond our primitive genetic wiring and the dated archetypes of the male breadwinner and the female caretaker. Males have a short memory for conflict and resentment. And by simply going away and getting some cave time and doing testosterone-boosting activities, they return to the relationship refreshed and testosterone-boosted. In modern life, the female's main threat that she needs protection from is your own anger. It's time for MoFo Mission Assignment number 10. Last but not least, in fact, last and perhaps most compelling and interesting of all the mission assignments, it is quit being a dick to your wife or girlfriend. Yes, indeed, the effect that your romantic relationships have on your testosterone levels and have on your longevity is perhaps more profound than any other single variable. It can make or break your mofo manhood because a dysfunctional relationship will indeed suppress testosterone. It'll rise those stress hormones that antagonize testosterone. It'll do the same to your woman with her optimal estrogen levels and all the hormone imbalances that happen when you're in fight or flight and you're arguing instead of supporting each other. And when you have a nurturing, successful, communicative, happy, fun, romantic relationship, it can send your testosterone through the roof. So here Here we go with assignment number 10. Understand that real mofos display emotional self-stability, vulnerability, and kindness. They refrain from bitching, moaning, and angry outbursts. They remain calm, cool, collected, and clear thinking amidst the daily stresses of life like a peaceful warrior or what John Gray calls a kung fu master. So here quickly are some assignments inside this MOFO mission number 10, and we'll, of course, get into great detail on each one. The first one is to don't freaking speak if you have a negative emotional charge. This is direct advice from the number one best-selling relationship author of all time, Dr. John Gray. He says the male is to be a calm, cool, collected kung fu master. You have to manage your emotions. If you get bitchy, cranky, whiny, you're overbaked, and that is actually a sign of low testosterone, testosterone deficiency. The guy that cuts you off in traffic and chases you down and flips you off, these are signs of a male out of balance, not in their best realm. So, You manage these negative emotional charges, these emotions that brew up like anger, resentment, jealousy, fear, whatever it is, by taking cave time. So that's the second element of the assignment. Don't speak if you have a negative emotional charge. Take your cave time, which will help you rebuild testosterone. 
There are many options here, but they're problem-solving, engaging activities, especially physical activities. So going and doing a workout. If you prefer, you can tinker with your motorcycle in the garage. You can play a video game, uh, all counting toward this major male biological drive of problem-solving and mastering one's environment. So a home improvement project, uh, you can go off and hang out with the buddies, go bowling, uh, go play some golf, whatever it is get away from the situation and the protracted arguments that serve to make you feel worse and worse over time because we're not inclined to talk things out incessantly. We're better off going off by ourselves or with a group of people that you're not going to engage with in the manner that you might with an argument with your romantic partner. So taking that cave time. Number three is never argue, defend, or judge. This comes from the great book from Dave Rossi, The Imperative Habit. When you get into these uh, conditions, arguing, defending, judging, uh, you're setting yourself into a downward spiral and relationship discord and dysfunction. And then uh, number four on the assignment list is to indulge your partner in what John Gray calls Venus talks. And this is where the female is allowed to vent and go through the trials and tribulations of her day verbally, sometimes for great lengths. And you are there to listen intently without offering advice or solutions or constructive criticism. And I know this is tough because the when the male is being spoken to uh, with a litany of problems described, the natural inclination is to try to problem solve and say, why don't you just tell your boss that you can't work this weekend or whatever your instant awesome solution is. But this is the exact opposite of what the female needs. The female needs to be listened to, validated without interruption and without even offering any helpful constructive comments that you think are so uh, helpful and so justified. Okay, so that's the Venus talk in a nutshell. And of course, you can listen to the wonderful three episodes with John Gray and the fantastic fourth episode where I carefully recap uh, all the insights that came through on our discussions as well as in his most recent book, Beyond Mars and Venus, where he gets into the hormonal underpinnings uh, that affect relationship interaction. So of particular interest to uh, the MOFO mission and optimizing testosterone. So here's a little discussion about how romantic relationships actually do influence your testosterone level. As you expand your perspective beyond the straightforward examples of testosterone helping to make bigger muscles or improve your cardiovascular performance, whether you're an MMA cage fighter, basketball player, triathlete, you can awaken to the importance of male hormone optimization in your role as a romantic partner, a supportive friend or family member, and even as a parent. So John Gray talks about how the innate hormonal differences between testosterone-dominant males and estrogen-dominant females set us up for pain and suffering when we try to evolve beyond our primitive genetic wiring and the dated archetypes of the male breadwinner and the female caretaker. So this is what's happened in the explosion of culture in recent decades in modern life where we've uh, exited these archetypes 
uh, where we weren't asked to be all things to all people, and the man was expected to uh, go out there, be the breadwinner, come home, uh, pick his feet up, relax, watch watch TV, drink a beer, and the woman is the master of the household, uh, serving the man his dinner and cleaning up and doing the dishes and being a caretaker and a nurturer, and that's it. And now today, of course, women are kicking ass in the workplace, and that would be a testosterone dominant environment, a competitive environment. So it's against their uh, biological underpinnings, their biological drives. And so that creates a lot of stress, anxiety, and exhaustion in the modern female who's asked to be all things to all people because we're still expecting them to be uh, the caretaker and all those natural biological drives as well as evolve into uh, the amazing modern female. And on the male side, the men are now supposed to be sensitive and vulnerable and uh, talking through things and all this stuff. It's not our natural inclination. We want to go solve problems, conquer our environment, and maybe not get too deep into the uh, micro analysis of every relationship interaction. Okay, so here's a quote from Gray about these evolving roles. We must acknowledge that men and women experience stress love, and success in different ways through different filters. Males are wired to pursue goals and analyze and solve problems. Their driving purpose in life is to make a difference and be appreciated for it. Females thrive on happiness, gratitude, appreciation, and respect. Their driving purpose is to give and receive love. Okay, so the male is at his best when he is a kung fu master, calm, detached, and clear thinking under pressure. When you get drawn into petty conflicts, protracted and unproductive discussions, reflexive arguing and nitpicking, this promotes exhaustion and testosterone depletion. How do you show up to the world? A wussy boy instead of a hero, which is what all men want to be in the story. Angry, emotional, demanding, depressed, and defeated. <sighs> Diminished males might withdraw into a protective shell and avoid authentic communication or alternatively express unregulated urges and emotions, each of these a far cry from the characterization of a kung fu master. Ay, ay, ay. So this is how you get into these ruts. You have accelerated aging, increased risk of disease, and whew, no way to go. Um, it's the same health destruction as might happen if you're eating a bunch of junk food and partying too hard. So we have to get a handle on these romantic relationships and get away from dysfunction. Just to be clear, uh, we're all in favor. It's hard to argue that the evolution of culture is a bad thing. We want the females to grow out of that uh, kind of narrow archetype that was uh, sexist and all those kind of things that we're now uh, exposing is kind of silly uh, that the females expected to be in the home and the males expected to be the breadwinner and anything goes. Uh, all the rules are off the table, as Wendy Walsh says, when it comes to relationships. So if you and your partner can work things out where the female is the breadwinner, the ass kicker in the workplace, and the male is the stay-at-home daddy and homemaker, all these things can be made to work, but we have to recognize how they are going against our basic biological drives. In my show with Wendy Walsh, she talks about uh, the inherent uh, challenge of having uh, the female earning more income than the male because it's counter to a lot of our socialization, of course, and also counter to these deepest biological drives where the man wants to be the one conquering the environment and bringing home uh, the bounty. So in hunter-gatherer times, it was bringing home the wonderful food for the clan. And today you can juxtapose that into uh, bringing home the income 
uh, to support the family. Greetings, my fitness-minded listeners. I want to acquaint you with the Primal Fitness Expert Certification Program, the most comprehensive home study multimedia fitness education course in the world. If you want to enhance your personal knowledge of all aspects of leading a healthy, active, fit lifestyle, this total immersion course will be life-changing. I'm the lead instructor and author of the course, and we have 14 chapters of extensive written content with over over 100 accompanying videos covering topics such as general everyday movement, including micro-workouts and dynamic workstation tips, the full experience of gym-based strength training and all the different modalities, a complete presentation on all aspects of sprinting, both running and low-impact options, an assortment of high-intensity interval training and high-intensity repeat training strategies, a detailed education on the principles and practical application of aerobic endurance training, and extensive commentary, the most you will find in any publication, on all aspects and symptoms of overtraining and burnout. We even have fascinating peripheral topics like integrating nasal diaphragmatic breathing, dynamic stretching, injury prevention, and developing a peak performance mindset. It's really something, this course. We went all out for over two years with a great team to develop this this amazing home-based fitness education for you. And you get one-on-one expert email support and private Facebook group connection throughout your studies to ensure that you absorb everything optimally and you pass your series of exams and get certified. So go to primalhealthcoach.com slash Brad to enjoy a very special limited time. And I'm not kidding. This is a big time discount just for you. 25% off your tuition. A fantastic premium offer at primalhealthcoach.com slash Brad for the most comprehensive fitness course you can ever find. Uh, so you got to work hard and, and make things work and acknowledge these biological underpinnings. Now, this is where uh, John Gray's advice departs from a lot of modern expert relationship advice that you might have heard, where we're encouraging couples to talk things out, express your feelings at all times, be completely vulnerable and transparent. If your feelings are hurt, you step up to your partner and say, hey, you hurt my feelings when you were talking to Gary so much at the party about his amazing business and uh, you didn't really pay attention to me. Uh, John Gray says, look, when you say And when the male says to the female, my feelings are hurt, that is, quote, death to the relationship. (laughs) So a bad deal. And instead, the alternative option presented very compellingly, you don't have to agree or disagree here. It's just a suggestion that if you can manage your emotions and work through that anger yourself through cave time or through advanced uh, relationship skills, things are going to come out better for you in the long run. On that. Note, Gray claims that males have a short memory for conflict and resentment. And by simply going away and getting some cave time and doing testosterone boosting activities, they return to the relationship refreshed and testosterone boosted. In choosing this option, instead of the obsessive need to get every petty complaint and resentment off your chest to your precious and sensitive female partner, you will come out way ahead in the end, as John Gray says very colorfully in our podcast and on his video 
videos, uh, these stories often end up very well in the bedroom. That is when the male is able to maintain his role as a kung fu master, making the female feel protected and supported rather than getting into it every time there's something, some imperfection that happens uh, in the relationship. Uh, can you reference any case studies of your own here? I sure can, because when I feel inclined to react, when I feel an emotional charge boiling up, if I've been wronged in some way or want to judge or criticize something that's going on uh, with relationship dynamics, I try, uh, hopefully I'm doing a good job. We can ask Mia more when she gets on the show and we talk about the John Gray insights together in a future show, which would be pretty fun to have a couple talking about couple advice. Anyway, when I feel these negative emotional charges brewing, up, I try to slow down and consider my contribution to the situation. <gasps> what? Could it be? Could it be? Possibly so. And in doing so, uh, you try really hard to see the situation from the other person's point of view. And when you can go through that simple exercise, sometimes it enables you to gain more emotional control and keep your mouth freaking shut instead of react quickly to whatever petty transgression has occurred. So definitely, uh, overall, long term, I'm going to come out with a thumbs up for the John Gray suggestion rather than, let's say, uh, hypothetically, this is a completely opposite uh, counter suggestion uh, to talk it out and share every little uh, thought, feeling, and emotion that you have with your partner, even if it's uh, a difficult thing that you know she might take offense to or what have you. Yeah, try it. I mean, go ahead. What do you have to lose? Shut the F up one time, swallow your pride one time, go and work through it on your own by going and shooting a few baskets or playing a video game or jogging around the block, teaching the dog a new trick, whatever it is, and see if you return to the relationship refreshed and re-energized and try to have that important short memory of conflict and resentment and see if things end very well in the bedroom. Hey, that's pretty good incentive, huh? Okay, so uh, details on the male assignment. You never speak if you're feeling angry or have any sort of negative emotional charge. Here's a quote from John Gray about this issue. She wants your tea, man. She wants you to solve problems, protect her, understand her, and keep her safe. The male's primary role is to protect the female from danger. That's our deepest biological drive. In comfortable modern life, the main threat to protect her from is no longer the saber-toothed tiger uh, coming into camp and threatening our lives. In modern life, the female's main threat that she needs protection from is your own anger. When you say, I feel hurt, this is death to a relationship. You must remain calm, cool, and collected and do what works in whatever given situation. If you don't know what works, don't do anything and don't speak. That's the most important thing. Quiet the mind. Stop talking. How many times do I have to tell you this? Don't talk. End quote from John Gray. Whew. And let me tell you, I hope I gave you enough energy behind that quote because it is truly 
truly a life-changing quote. And when he said it to me straight up, I had the privilege of looking at him directly through the, the Zoom camera. Oh my goodness, the power and the impact that had on me to realize that this is the role, this is the way of the evolved, the superior man. Speaking of the title of another great book by David Dita, The Way of the Superior Man, offering many similar insights that the man has to be the rock, the hero in the story, the Kung Fu master. Okay, that's enough of that one. So I challenge you to do it one time. The next time you experience a negative emotional charge, swallow, smile, and suck it up and see what happens. I think you're going to build momentum in that positive direction. And of course, this doesn't mean become a doormat and smile your way through life uh, when things are on your mind. But if you do have something to talk about and you have a relationship challenge to address, you can say everything you need to say in loving kindness and in the proper circumstances, the proper situations. So this is mainly about not being emotionally reactive and being uh, strategic with the dispensation of communication, which is <laughs> great advice for uh, in the workplace, interacting with the community, being a parent, all those kind of things. Very important to choose your words, choose your timing, choose your tone. Okay, number two, inspired by Dave Rossi's The Imperative Habit, habit number five, which is called Don't Judge. And to practice habit number five, we need to practice not arguing or defending either. So it's don't argue, defend, or judge. And that includes not only judging others, but don't judge yourself either. Here's a quote from Dave's book. To practice habit number five, don't judge. We need to practice not arguing or defending either. Arguing and defending are both forms of non-acceptance and judgment. The first step in practicing this part of the non-judgment habit is, of course, acceptance. We should aim to accept others' points of view and positions without asserting our own opinions in a manner such that we are not offering justification or defenses for our own. Just accept others' points of view and positions. Wow, that'd be fun after, let's say, a presidential debate or something that you can easily argue over. Yeah, okay, I see your point. Okay, good job. Yeah, thanks for sharing. (laughs) When we do give our own opinions and justifications, we argue. Arguing is a product of the conditioned self needing to feel better about itself. Arguing is attempting to be right, and it makes the conditioned self feel comfortable. The mind of the conditioned self loves to be comfortable. The conditioned self wants us to base our personal value or self-esteem on what others think of us. Being right, arguing, being defensive— This is all an attempt to get into that comfort zone of what he calls the conditioned self. However, being right or correcting someone does not always help us achieve our goals. Ah, so we got to keep our eye focused on the goal. And in a loving romantic partnership, oftentimes, apparently, observantly, the goal is to be right at the expense of relationship intimacy. Yeah, can you relate? Who cares? Why not just have the goal of being close and connected? And even if your partner's uh, uttering a a misstatement that's uh, not factually accurate and you know better, maybe just let it flow one time and just, you know, validate people. Never argue, defend, or judge. Nice one. Next, 
We talked about indulging your partner in Venus talks, and I want you to get very good at this skill, the skill of listening without offering constructive feedback or helping to solve these problems. And it's going to take a shift in mindset because most of us feel pretty darn good when we come up with an awesome solution and it feels good to help others and get that validation and a big fat thank you and a pat on the back. But when it's time for Venus talks and try to use your perceptiveness, your sensitivity, that this is a chance for your female to just vent. Females need to vent. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just process things in your head and that's your preferred manner. Uh, But step into someone else's shoes and realize when it's time for a Venus talk and play that role exceptionally well. Okay, and then finally, indulge in cave time to replenish testosterone, especially, let's say, if you sat patiently listening for a half an hour of of Venus talk, whether it was details about the shopping excursion to the mall or whatever your female needed to blow off steam. Sometimes they need to just work through uh, problems, challenges, and feelings out loud, and you are there to nod and smile and listen carefully. So if you feel that buildup where you're getting a little frustrated, yeah, it's okay to uh, depart from the lengthy conversation with one of the skillful lines that John Gray uh, suggested in our show. I think he said one of them was, okay, I hear you. Thank you. And when you say that, uh, that's a sign that the conversation is to be curtailed before you do get frustrated or before the Venus talk, the venting and complaining gets directed at you. So that's one of the ground rules of the Venus talk is that your female partner can complain and bitch and moan about anything that happened during her hectic, stressful day, but you're not allowed to go at it and have that uh, venting be directed at the male. And if it happens, uh, you pick and choose your a preferred spot to say, I hear you and uh, let's talk about it later or whatever you need to say to uh, shut down the dysfunctional conversation. I want to discuss the incredible benefits of red light therapy and how you can get started with Mito Red Light. Mito, like mitochondria, red light makes the premier light therapy devices in the world and at incredibly affordable prices. I stand in front of my Mito Pro 1500 unit every morning, carefully exposing my eyeballs, other important balls, and my entire body to special wavelengths of red and near for red light. When I tell people about my daily devotion to red light therapy, they typically ask, does this stuff really work? And the answer is yes. And there are thousands of studies supporting its effectiveness. Here's how. It's called photobiomodulation where specific wavelengths of red and near-infrared light, red's visible, near-infrared is not visible, that's why it looks like only half of your panel's working, these wavelengths help mitochondria in cells throughout your body produce more energy and clear waste products more efficiently. Red light exposure helps mobilize nitric oxide trapped in the mitochondria and allows oxygen to return to the cell and increase ATP production. The benefits are proven again and again for skin health, muscle recovery, joint pain, and numerous inflammatory conditions. Red light therapy is also beneficial for circadian rhythm alignment because we generally get far too little direct sunlight and too much indoor blue light from screens and light bulbs at the wrong times. You don't hear much about this benefit of red light therapy, but when I turn on those lights, 
first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I walk across the hall, I stand in front of the panels, and I feel instantly awake and energized. And believe me, there's a lot of days where Mr. Health Guy here wakes up feeling a little groggy and a little whiny, like I don't want to right get up now and get into my morning exercise routine. But when I stand in front of the lights, in one minute, I swear I feel wide awake. I get all that grogginess out naturally. It's super powerful, super effective, besides all the healing and the cellular benefits. I also love it for being a natural wake-up machine. You have to try red light therapy. I am certain that you will become a devoted user. And guess what? Mito Red Light offers a 60-day no-risk trial period and a special 5% discount for BRAD podcast listeners. Just visit mitoredlight, M-I-T-O, redlight.com, and use the code BRAD on any of their products. Go for it today and get started on your red light journey. Okay, so that's some little nuances there that you're not just to sit there and be uh, the show pony uh, while your partner's nitpicking about your cleanup habits around the home or what have you. Uh, So finally, indulging that cave time, I gave you numerous suggestions and descriptions before. So it's anything that makes you feel good, gives you a sense of self-satisfaction, and you can blow off some steam, whatever works. Uh, I guess we should mention a little bit of the John Gray female assignments. Not that I want you to go over to your partner and dispense these as mandates. Uh, So it's mainly for your own perspective and interest awareness of how the female can be the best that she can be. And if you have a super awesome, healthy, communicative relationship with the female interested in what you're doing and the mofo mission that you're on, maybe she'll want to listen to these so you can kind of bring her in for the last uh, little part of the episode here. So the female assignments are to never nitpick because even tiny complaints can add up to be a big problem for the male. The male will feel diminished, uh, criticized, and tend to withdraw rather than engage and want to continue to pursue uh, the role of hero in the story. So they should always be expressed as preferences. Uh, For example, hey, you continue to leave the kitchen uh, messy every night uh, is going to turn the male on the defensive. And a much better idea would be to express the preference of, oh my gosh, I love so much how you uh, clean up the the kitchen uh, before the next day because I love getting a fresh start in the morning. And so looking for opportunities to compliment the male and inform him that these behaviors work really well for the female This will encourage, inspire, and motivate the male to be the best that he can be because he wants that recognition. He wants to feel like the hero, and that will be vastly more effective than nitpicking and criticism, and that's uh, the way to achieve a downward spiral. Uh, So again, uh, female assignments, do what you want with them, but please understand that one person shifting can cause their relationship to shift by definition. So if you can just focus on executing uh, your mission to indulge the Venus talks, don't speak with a negative emotional charge, don't argue, defend, or judge, make sure that you get that cave time. No matter what, you can assert yourself and say, I need to take some time to myself right now and get those as ground rules in the relationship. If you can execute successfully with all those, the relationship is going to come around and you may just find your female being the best that she can be more frequently. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, I mentioned The Way of the Superior Man, uh, the book by David Dita. And if you really want to go out on the limb and go for some extra credit and some advanced points here, uh, he has a really interesting insight in the book where he describes your female's anger or the repeated anger, if it's on the same issue, is a strategy most likely subconscious, but it's a female biological drive strategy uh, to repeatedly probe your weakest spot. So if your weak link is when the female uh, complains about you being messy in the kitchen, when you think you do much, uh, so much outside that you know, you're not going to really worry about one plate in the sink, if that's your weak spot and you continually have it brought up, Uh, for discussion. This is your female probing your weakest spot, your weakest link, in order to make sure that she is still safe. So Dita says, when this happens, lean into that anger, (laughs) embrace it, rejoice in it, understand it for what it is. She's trying to make sure she's safe and make sure that she's still loved. And so she's poking you in the ribs, poking, 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 wanting you to be deep down, wanting you to be that kung fu, calm, cool, collected master instead of the bitchy boy who snaps back and comes up with counter arguments. So he goes so far as to say is that if possible, (laughs) if safe, if it feels good to your instinct, you go over to the woman while she's nitpicking you, while she's touching your weakest spot and just touch her physically and even give her a hug. And that's really uh, the best way to uh, resolve these negative patterns. Whew, sounds pretty awesome, doesn't it? Okay, so a little side note from The Way of the Superior Man and mostly talking about the great advice from John Gray on our four fabulous podcast episodes. And there you go. There you have it. A wonderful assignment number 10 to complete your MOFO mission. And just to recap, and I hope you go back and listen to each show or the shows of particular interest to you, uh, characterizing the 10 assignments of the MOFO mission. Number one was, of course, sleep is number one. Everything emanates from a healthy good night's sleep. Number two was clean up your act. Ditch toxic foods, toxic substances, toxic relationship dynamics, and toxic energy in your life. Summon the courage to face life's challenges and take action instead of drifting into familiar but dysfunctional ruts. Number three was eat ancestral foods, especially the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. These are the sustainably raised animals in a nose-to-tail eating strategy complemented by nutritious whole foods such as, according to your preference, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds, and most importantly, is establishing a zero-tolerance policy for the crap, the refined grains, sugars, sweetened beverages, and industrial seed oils. Number four is pound the mofo. Of course, we want you to replenish your cellular energy to give you the rest, the vitality, the motivation to carry out the other assignments. And this is where the male optimization formula with organs can come on strong because it has that ability to naturally boost your internal testosterone production through the proteins, peptides, enzymes, cofactors, and molecular biodirectors you're consuming freeze-dried, grass-fed cattle 
animal testicle that has that specific signaling that you need to get your testicles working well and producing the testosterone and your body utilizing it properly. Okay, number five is move frequently. And this starts from a foundation of JFW that stands for just freaking walk. And we need to walk and move as much as possible. We need to orchestrate opportunities to walk in daily life because we have so many sedentary forces. And of course, in this category of moving frequently, many other things count. My fabulous morning routine that I've talked about so much on the podcast, which consists of an assortment of flexibility, mobility, core core strengthening, leg strengthening, yoga moves. That's all counting toward my daily movement quota. Humans are meant to move. Number six is hit it hard, and that's the integration of brief, intense strength training sessions and all-out sprints. These explosive efforts will prompt a spike of the adaptive hormones, including testosterone and human growth hormone, into the bloodstream and deliver profound, comprehensive anti-aging benefits. Of course, if you overdo it on your exercise, you're going to trash your testosterone as good as anything else, any other unhealthy lifestyle habit. But if you do it right and conduct the these workouts properly. And I have so many beautiful, uh, complete shows talking about how to do it right. Uh, the breather show about hit versus hurt, uh, the top nine reasons that, uh, things are going well in 2019, the title of another breather show where I talk about my, uh, success with the high intensity workouts. Okay. Number seven is take control. Most importantly, overcoming that nonstop digital stimulation and distraction and hyperconnectivity by focusing, prioritizing, and powering down with unwavering discipline in its place, in, in place of being a victim of hyperconnectivity, implement proactive daily rituals, such as the morning movement routine, such as daily cold exposure, things like that that put you in the proactive state, doing things for yourself, advocating for your yourself and your health. Number eight is protect yourself. We talk a lot about the uh, extremely disturbing modern problem of exposure to environmental estrogens, particularly through plastics that touch your food and drink. So ditch all plastics and replace with stainless steel or glass containers. You don't want to be eating soy, flax, or corn-based foods because they have 100 times more estrogens than other plant foods. And you want to get the natural skin care products, home cleaning products. And also in this category of protecting yourself, we want to minimize our exposure to EMF, uh, do a good job with that. And that takes us to uh, number nine, rest like a mofo. Slow down and reclaim the lost art of downtime. These are things like a midday outdoor stroll to get away from your office desk and the hectic environment that you live in in your head and on your screen. Uh, things like taking the dog out for a stroll as your final act in the evening rather than just sitting in front of another yet another screen until it's time to turn off the lights and go to bed. So resting like a real mofo. And when it comes to your workout patterns, designing your training program, your fitness routine around the central 
uh, goal, the prominent goal of recovery. So we have these recovery-based workouts that I've talked about uh, on breather shows, and just a general sense that your most important objective is to constantly uh, strike a balance between stress and rest, rather than a consistent application of stress, which seems to be the mindset uh, of a lot of fitness enthusiasts, that they want to get their 30 miles a week done, or they want to go to CrossFit uh, three times, or the triathletes who want to do at least three swim workouts, three bike workouts, and three run workouts every week, and all that kind of stuff. Okay, resting like a mofo. And then number 10, quit being a dick to your wife or girlfriend. Be the Kung Fu master instead. Thank you for listening to this assignment and the other nine. And that is the Mofo Mission. Thank you for listening to the show. We would love your feedback at getoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And we would also love if you could leave a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it's a hassle. You have to go to desktop iTunes, click on the tab that says ratings and reviews, and then click to rate the show anywhere from five to five stars. And it really helps spread the word so more people can find the show and get over themselves because they need to. Thanks for doing it.